Kenny, what are we doing here? I don't know. I, I was sitting on my bed and, and I was eating milk and cookies. And the next thing you know, I'm just here in the podcast studio. What the fuck is going on? I got a text from Santa saying to meet you here. Uh, wait, was was I supposed to have an episode prepared? I because I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Would, wait, it's it's not Wednesday. No, it's Friday. What would we be doing here? Actually, you know what? No, I misread it. There was a smudge on my phone. I was I was eating queso dip earlier. Uh, the text wasn't from Santa. It was from Satan. Oh, now that makes sense. Makes sense. He must want us to share with everyone what we've been doing on Patreon this month. Yes. For the past 12 nights, we have been releasing Patreon-exclusive Christmas creepypastas for all of our subscribers to enjoy. A spooky little advent calendar, if you will. Though, for only 12 nights, because... There's no way in the world you're getting 24 from us. Mm-hmm. And this last story is a little bit different, a little more special, because it is a Haunted Heart original piece. That's right, folks. We did this one ourselves. <laughs> yes, ourselves. Read by us for you. Exactly. So we're going to drop it on your feed. You're going to hear it here in just a minute. And if you want to hear any of the rest of the tales, consider heading over to patreon.com slash the haunted heart and sign up to support the show. We really appreciate it. No, seriously, it's the best gift to receive on Christmas morning or any other morning. And now enjoy the story. And don't forget, even on Christmas, to stay spooky. Knock, a Haunted Heart original. Janine opened her eyes in terror, taking in a huge gasp of air as she shot straight up out of her bed. Sweat beaded down her forehead as her eyes frantically searched the darkness of her room for the source of the sound that had awoken her. Silence. But not the type of silence that's comforting or quiet. The type of silence that chills you to your bone. The silence that's almost too silent. Her heartbeat began to slow down as she reached over to her nightstand to pick up her phone. The piercing light hurt her eyes as they tried to adjust to the bright screen, which illuminated her surroundings. 12.01 a.m., December 25th, the phone read. A sudden dread began to pull at her stomach as she faced her phone down on her bed and pulled her knees to her chest. Every night for the past 12 nights, 
she had been pulled from her sleep by the sound of a single knock in her room, and every night she woke up at exactly 12.01 a.m. At first, she thought maybe it was her next-door neighbor. After all, she lived in a fairly cheap apartment and the walls were thin. On the second night, she sighed and rolled over. But on the third night of this happening, she threw on her robe and knocked on the door. She didn't know her neighbor that well, just that she was a single mom with two kids, and they never really spoke to one another. And come to think of it, she hadn't seen the family at all over the past few days. There was no response, so Janine went back inside her apartment, slightly frustrated at the situation. On the fourth night, she put her pillows over her head. On the fifth night, she turned on her sound machine. On the sixth night, she reached back angrily and beat on the wall. On the seventh night, she called the police. The police spoke with Janine, who told them her situation over the past week and that she hadn't seen her neighbors at all, but that every night there had been a loud knock that wakes her up at 12.01 a.m. on the dot. The police waited to see if they could hear anything and even pressed their ears against the wall. Nothing. They knocked on the door. Nothing. They left. On the eighth night, Janine sent a letter of complaint to their landlord. On the ninth, she went to the store and bought a set of earplugs. On the tenth night, she took a melatonin to help her sleep. And on the eleventh night, she furiously beat on the wall and yelled at whoever was making the noise to stop. But on the twelfth night, she sat, scrunched up in her bed, unsure of what to do. She grabbed her phone again, ready to call the police for a second time. Surely there was more they could do. This was getting ridiculous. But before she could dial, she noticed a little red bubble notification over her mail icon. She opened the app and saw an email from her landlord that had been sent earlier that evening. Hi, Janine. Happy holidays. Sorry for the delayed response to your complaint. I've been traveling and haven't been able to get in touch until now. I can come over tomorrow to check things out, but that apartment should be empty. The family that rented the apartment vacated on the 13th. Janine paused. That was strange. She didn't remember seeing anybody leave. No moving trucks or anyone coming or going. Suddenly, a loud knock on the wall startled Janine, causing her to drop her phone as she recoiled to the edge of her bed. A voice could be heard singing on the other side of the wall. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve drummers' heads. Janine backed away from the bed. Eleven Piper's fingers. Ten words I'm eating. Janine let out a quiet shriek as she held her hand up to her mouth. Janine's heart raced as she grabbed her phone. She dialed 911 and explained to the operator that someone was harassing her. The operator asked her to remain on the line and that police in the vicinity would be there momentarily. Seven swans are drowning. Six slaughtered. Tears began to well up in Janine's eyes as her body trembled. Janine grabbed her keys from the living room. The voice seemed to be following her. Four bloody birds! Janine ran through the kitchen. Three bashed hens. Two baby doves.
Janine was almost at the door. She reached for the handle. Ma'am, are you there? said the operator on the phone. Janine froze in terror. The knock was at her front door now. Her hand jerked back as she cupped her hands over her mouth, tears rolling down her face. She didn't know whether to scream or to stay perfectly quiet. She eyed the knife block on the counter next to her and grabbed one, her hands still trembling with fear. Then, something happened. A small piece of paper was pushed through the bottom of the door. Ma'am, are you still there? Officers should be arriving at your location, the operator quietly repeated in the silence of the apartment. Janine knelt down. The red lights from the police cars outside illuminated her face through the kitchen window. She stared at the piece of folded paper. It was dirty and stained with red smudges. She flipped it over and her eyes widened as she read a crudely drawn scrawl on the note. And my little partridge hiding in her tree. And inside the note was a picture of a stick figure woman asleep in her bed and a wall. On the other side of the wall, there were four other stick figures. Three were laid out beside a Christmas tree, while the fourth was scribbled in black beside the wall, drawn with a wide smile and an outstretched hand touching the wall with the word knock scribbled above it. At that very moment, the police knocked, breaking her concentration on the drawing and pulling her attention back to the door.